Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Hey, welcome to Boggy Talk. Hope you're doing well. How's it going over there, sir? <laughs> over there. We're just well, way hey, over, over here, there. Oh, the other here, side here, of the here, table, here. the three feet away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember when we started yeah. COVID, like recording this in COVID, and we were like, "Are we too close?" Oh yeah. Isn't that oh, funny? Yeah. How that's not that's wow. Right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but that's way not where we're going today. You doing yeah. okay? I am doing very well because uh, I'm three feet within you. Justin. <laughs> oh, uh, that's so sweet. Within three feet. Within of you. three feet. That's yeah, right. Yeah, man. It's the end of April. And uh, hey, some really fun yeah, stuff for your yes. family just happened on Sunday. Come on, breaking, breaking we, news. Uh, are legally, uh, officially, a family of eight. So yeah. uh, our sweet little Esther is a Ross, and uh, we're grateful for the opportunity to help her see uh, her permanent identity as a daughter of God. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I think this is getting boggy quickly, but come on, you know, um, that's the name. You know, when we look at it from the outside, it's like, yay, what a great, you know, story. Awesome. That's amazing. You know, and yes, it is a beautiful picture of the gospel, but it is a lot messier than, you know, see, you see, even on the day, like she found out, you could sense there was this like heaviness mm-hmm. um, and just what that implications yeah. are. I think mm-hmm. part of it, she thought, she thinks maybe I'll spank her now too, because she's legally <laughs> adopted. But she's like, oh no, <laughs> I know. Oh, no. <laughs> she did say one time, like, and it was like, so sad and so like cute too, but she's like, one time at the dinner table, she's like, I, I get spankings too when I'm adopted. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, think about like, she's even she's like, like sees the spanking like as, as the belonging. Yeah. Wow. That's, We're not that's talking crazy. about spanking. No, I haven't spanked her. We're not doing yeah, yeah. But yeah, so uh, I got that heavy, but man, what a beautiful opportunity. We yeah. Have. You know, and what's crazy. So this is a byproduct of COVID. Like we, for our three adoption, like we had these beautiful courthouse pictures. Yes. We got dressed up for the judge. So during COVID that all stopped and they started doing them on Zoom. And so, you know, you've been to, I've been to some finalizations on yeah. Zoom with some church members. And I got an email. You literally just got an email <laughs> with this certificate, this like <laughs> life altering certificate for, for Esther and for your family. And it's like, here you go. Here's I hope, the, we, <laughs> hope we spelled his name right in like <laughs> yes. Gmail or Hotmail. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah. But we'll we'll have some big celebrations to come. We have uh, the child dedication coming up in just under two weeks at our church, yeah. and we're going to participate in that. And uh, yeah, we get some special things planned. So you know, yeah. But that was that part is kind of like yes, that is it is so exciting, but it's so cool though. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you guys good over there? Yeah, over there, over there, three feet over here. I'm okay because no one else needs me for this next like thirty minutes we <laughs> record. <laughs> you, this is your safe place. I'm like, oh, it's quiet. I know. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I, we're down here in the cellar. Down here. We are doing Under okay, the Boggy man. Bayou. I, you know, parenting is, is just fun and also challenging. And you know, yesterday I was like, I wonder... Like our, cause our electricity bill usually goes down like in the spring months because we don't run the air. Mm-hmm. And I know that everyone's electricity bill is like more now because rates have gone up, but I haven't noticed the big difference of going down this this year that we would normally have. And I was figuring it out. It's because our kids are now teenagers and they take showers like forever. Oh, like yeah. the hot water, I feel like our hot water heater never turns off. And there's just so many BTUs coming from all those <laughs> Wyatt teenagers. I know, yeah, they stink, man. WTs. Uh, man, <laughs> that's right. Anyway, yeah. that was random, but we're doing great. <laughs> that was <laughs> random. I was just thinking well, about parenting. And that literally this morning I was like, man, just... 
That's what's happening in parenting right now. Hot water heaters. <laughs> <laughs> what's not random is how incredible Serve Day was, man. Oh, so man. You and the Outreach MLT did a great they, job yeah, again. What a great team. They great ideas, great organization. And uh, man, just thank you, church family, for uh, being a part of it. We had, uh, you know, I'll get the final number. I know it was over 250 people yeah. pre-registered, mm, so I'm mm, sure we were over mm, that mm. Uh, with a final registration. You met your quota. And, uh, there we go. Uh, but, you know, I think just... I just want to say thanks to the church family for, for one, for serving, for Amen. being so flexible and fluid. Everyone's just like, yeah, tell us what to do and we'll do it. And, you know, uh, even with a block party, it's like, hey, we're just kind of figuring this piece out as we go. It's a new idea and we're going to learn a lot from doing it the first yeah. time. So mm -hmm. just thank you for being willing to get outside your comfort zone and for some of you uh, and just make it happen. Yeah. It's great. Amen. Yeah. 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 Well, that brings us to really what we're talking about today. So great uh, segue there. But we're talking today about uh, when help hurts uh, but really like this serving as a church or as a, uh, you know, as a people uh toxic serving or when when mm. when it becomes mm. this level of serving man there's know, so many places of, we could go here you right? know oh yeah you know I, I can think of some examples but you know I think you know a question would be well like well, why do we do this why do we do a serve day yeah. is it just is it for PR well no uh because like we do this more than just one day a year, yeah. but you know, it really gets to the heart of like what we want to see people do is like, we want to see service uh, engagement in the community uh, as a natural rhythm of our mm -hmm. lives. And that's part of the discipleship process. And this is an opportunity, one opportunity to do that. But um, you know, all the things you're trying to do are with a purpose. You know, right. we're just, I think when helping hurts is when it's, um, self-glorifying when it word. is for PR, when it is for the, the picture, when it is for the Instagram, like, uh, and really when it's not really for the benefit of those who are serving. And I can talk some more about that, but, um, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, background, I mean, I used to be a little critical of, um, well, everything, but I used to be a little critical. There's <laughs> a shorter list of things. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. My wife's like, amen, but she doesn't listen to Bike Talk. But um, she listens. She's she probably does. on like uh, season two, season like last last June, like not this past June, the June before. <laughs> um, but we, uh, yeah, I used to be critical of like a church specifically that would be like, we're doing serve day, you know, um, and I. You're not, you, you're aware of the criticisms there. So I guess I would say in light of the criticisms of serve days and churches doing things with t-shirts to make a Instagram yeah. post, what would be your defense of our serve day? And I'm with you, by the way, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> He wasn't this like, James, I don't care what you right think. Now. We're doing serve, serve day. serve day. It's a yeah. hill I'll die on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really, uh, one, it The hill does, I'll die on is the hill coming up uh, on John Sims. <laughs> yeah, coming to pardon. <laughs> yeah, yes. where you like, take your life into your hands with a left-hand turn in traffic. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, one, it is It is a chance to mobilize the church. It is a chance to, to build relationships. Uh, you know, one of the things we really strive to do in serve day is we're working uh, – with existing ministries. So mm. we're not just like, hey, this is a need and we don't care who else is already meeting yes. this need. We're gonna go yes. and do our own thing so we get the credit. Yes. So we we partner with One More Child for the meal packing and the meals are being used in our community through sharing and caring. They're being used by One More Child and the things they're doing. We're, we're going to children in crisis and asking them, what do you want us to do? Uh, not, hey, we wanna come bless you with this agenda we have. We've, right. we've, we've got some skits we wanna do for your right. kids and let's force 
force uh, these kids uh, in in foster care to just sit through what we want to do. No, we're going to, what do you need? Okay, we, you need help on campus. We're going to do that. You want people to come and, and just engage with the kids mm-hmm. on campus. We're mm-hmm. going to do that. Um we're, we're just asking people, what do you need? And, and yeah. you know, the church, the goal is like, if there's a need in our community, it's a win for the church, not just for our church, but it's a win for the other, you know, you know, Jesus preaching churches in our community mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they know they can come to the church to meet a need. Right. You know, like, and that's, that's, I mean, I think we see that in scripture. We see that in, yeah. in church history, you right. know, Christians just meet needs they do. Uh, and we meet needs. We want to meet needs without the guarantee of anything in return. Right. You know, that's, right. you know, what we do. Uh, you know, we do want people to, to, to know Jesus. So there, there, you could say, well, you're serving with an ulterior motive. Well, I mean, yeah, but also that's like, loving people is wanting what's best for them. And what's best for people is knowing Jesus. So, um, I yeah, think it's, it's really not an ulterior motive. Yeah. It's just, it is the motive. Yeah, it is yeah. the motive. It, Christ's love compels us, you know? So if you want to yeah. frame it as ulterior motive, sure. But it's not, it's, I think it's a pretty blatant motive. Um, but also our help and our service isn't contingent upon someone, you know, as we're out canvassing, you know, people could slam the door in our face. Oh, well, like, <laughs> people could say, don't talk to us. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Like we move on, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's just an awesome opportunity to mobilize the church to one, just be one, be reminded of the needs around us to, to, to just exercise our faith mm-hmm. and three to meet, meet needs, uh, engage in relationships. You know, the goal is that as we, you know, as we engage in these relationships, we're building bridges for relationships that we can yeah. ultimately, you know, yeah. bear the truth, the weight of the truth. And we've said that before, like build bridges that can bear the weight of the truth we have to tell in the gospel. So that's, that's the goal. Um, yeah. That was well said. Yeah. I mean, I like, are there, so let's talk about the the church and then let's talk about the individual. Like, are there churches that do things like this for the wrong reason? Yes. What is the wrong reason? Well, I would say the wrong reason is glorification of the church and growth of the church without a view of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. It's, it's produce, it's putting the success of the 501 C three over the, 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 the souls that are impacted. And, and I do think, you know, you can, you can, if you, if you dig in, you can see, you know, I, I, I don't like churches, you know, they create the, I love my church churches, you know, shirts and, and like all that. And I, and I think some people mean it genuinely yeah, and purely like and all that, but, but, wrong, but. but I think you're, you're really de-emphasizing. I mean, you're emphasizing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, everything is tied back to like, you know, our desire to, to, to look good and all that. And I mean, out of the abundance heart, the mouth speaks. And so mm-hmm. you just, you know, you you hear if leaders and people speak Jesus um, or if they speak the business, you know, the church. And so uh, there are those that yeah. do that wrong. And there are individuals too, like yeah. who are coming to serve day. They feel better about themselves because yeah. they do serve day or, it, you know, whatever reason they're checking mm-hmm. off the box. And I think as people who genuinely desire to make a kingdom impact, to serve the community and to equip the saints for work of ministry, like, we just have to be clear in emphasizing how this fits into that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And be okay with the fact that there are those. Yeah. Even in Sunday. So Sunday morning, right? Like, are there those who are coming on Sunday morning to because be it makes them feel better? Absolutely. Or to be seen. Absolutely. Yeah. But but like, 
do we stop yeah. because of that? Right. <laughs> no, like yeah. we don't not have church because right, right. some people might be doing that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And obviously that's a little different. That's right. a bigger, but, mm-hmm. but I would just say like, um, our goal is ultimately like by the church being in the community. And, and I would say, I would say that ministry, the church, I mean, those who are committed to Jesus, like a, there's an impression they're making on the community right. to show them the love of Christ. And the people who are new to the church family, mm-hmm. there's an impression that's being made on them because we have so many people who genuinely love Jesus yeah. that I think those people then catch that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think you're speaking of uh, too, there's, there is a tension that we have to wrestle with as church leaders in that, you know, like you know, Jesus says, when you give, don't let your left hand right know what your right hand is doing. Like we're not, and when you pray, don't just spout off words. So we're not supposed to do things, religious activities for the show. But we do want to tell the stories of what's right. happening. So there is this tension of like, we do celebrate the things. Yeah. We are we are going to take pictures of serve day. We are going to share those. But it comes back to the tension of like, we aren't doing that. Our, you know, our hope is, and our, you know, as we ask God to lead us, our prayer is not to do that as, you know, trying to gain attention for us, but to really just celebrate what God is doing. It's, it's yeah. the same tension, like with sharing baptism testimonies on mm-hmm. social media. It's like, we're, we're trying to really highlight the redemptive work of Jesus here. Uh, and so there is, there is a tension we have to wrestle with. And, you know, it's just, you know, if every Some, post is like that, then, mm-hmm. you know, we're probably erring. Someone might argue this with me and that's fine, but I, w- I would say that, and I have nothing I have very little to do with our social media. Um, Except like, hey, Justin, there's a typo. In the- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Except complaints here and there. But and right now I have nothing to do with it because I'm not on it. But um, I, I would say that our social media celebrations are more like celebrating what God is doing for our church. So our church can see how God's working. I've noticed some other churches like what they're doing is they're trying to show the community we're a great church. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, I, I don't expect, I don't expect the average person necessarily to see that, but Mm -hmm. I, but I also think the average person is smart enough to see that Mm -hmm. when they like now that I say that, um, and obviously could I, could we just be clever at doing that in a way that look, it looks like we're just celebrating our church, you know, like, yeah, but, but I think you can see it. Like, and I think Mm -hmm. if you're around it, you catch it. Um, and, and I would just say, you know. It, it it is just attention. Yeah, um, I mean it's the same principle of people who go on you know overseas mission trips, and it's right. like we we do that as we we do trainings with our teams, and we talk about the fact like why what's your motive? We we start with that. Why do you feel that God's leading you to go on this trip? Why do you feel compelled? And mm-hmm. we talk about like you're not going on this trip as a we're not we don't want to be missions tourists. And we talked about when right. helping hurts mm-hmm. is when we approach these things from uh, you know not just here in our own culture and you know, but in other cultures as well mm-hmm. as we, when we approach things as we are the rescuers, we are the saviors, mm-hmm. we know everything, mm-hmm. we've mm-hmm. got our lives together and we go in, whether it's here in our community, mm-hmm. uh, in Niceville, or it's in another country and we think, hey, be like me. No, let's let's point people to the truth of who mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. is. Um, you know, and, and there are stories of, you know, just, you know, people going overseas and it's just, they're, they're every year this, the same orphanage is getting painted and it's really about this, making this group feel yeah, valued right. rather than it is the helping the people there. And, you know, that's another episode when we talk about the validity of short-term mission trips yeah. and why I think they are good and helpful and when they, or they can be, I should say, um, good and helpful, but it just comes back to the motive. It comes back to, are we really 
uh, are we really seeking the good of right. those we're coming to serve? Yeah. You know, I was uh, reading an article recently. Uh, it was a, a, a journalist in Dakar, Senegal, and she was actually commenting on the fact that the presence of the United Nations, their increased presence in the capital has actually, uh, and the way that they live so lavishly, mm-hmm. uh, basically has made Dakar unaffordable for the, for the Senegalese right. because property values have gone up because of all these foreigners who are there who are living their best life. Very little uh, percentage-wise of the aid that's coming in is actually helping the Senegalese yeah, yeah. people. And so you read things like that. And I would say that's, you know, that's the United Nations and that's a, you know, secular organization. But I mean, I've lived overseas and, you know, seen enough. I know that the very same thing happens in oh, Christian yeah. communities and ministries too. And so it's why oh, we want to be wise stewards. And so we, is this really helping the people, yeah. uh, you know, is it really serving them and meeting their most, the, the, the gospel need and their, you know, what, what basic needs they have? I, you know? I, I would say that a, a key, and I think Bob Roberts kind of taught me this, is we have to view ourselves as serving with people and not for people. And I would even say, so let's take our adoption. Like we're with Esther. Mm -hmm. This isn't, I mean, is there a degree that you can say it's for Esther, but ultimately we're with her. Like Mm -hmm. that's what we've agreed. We are with her. And so when we're serving the community, like our ultimate goal is to be with the community Mm -hmm. um, in specific communities. Like if we're in India, like, you know, we're with them. Like, and, and I think, I think that takes a that takes a stepping down off of our we are the blessed nation. Right. We are the blessed <laughs> and, and ones. And we are yeah. here to do bring this mm-hmm. for you and to really be with people. And and I think I think that does require some deconstruction probably mm-hmm. for some. Yeah. Um in constant evaluation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would say that probably though the shift that has happened in me. Like in, in like saying, Hey, you know what? I am for a serve day. I am for these things is like, um, I think a lot of people who are doing serve days and doing mission trips and even going to wacky churches and stuff like that, like they desire Jesus. And I think I've been so like critical, um, that like Jesus said it would be better for, um, someone to be thrown into the sea, mm. you know, with a millstone hung around their neck than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. Yeah. And I think like, mm. yes, I'm still right. Like I am right. Just so you know, but, <laughs> but like, I think my approach has not been like, let's help these people who desire the right things. Mm-hmm. It's been like, let's tell them how, what they're doing is wrong. And like, I think like with serve day, like what we're ultimately trying to do is like help people see like, Okay, you have this desire to serve, but let's show you like what mm-hmm. what that should look like, you yeah. know. And so, so that's where I'd say I'm I'm a little softer. Yeah, I'm getting old, you yeah. know. On <laughs> like right. I'm getting a fatherly heart. Like, that's right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. I hope that made sense. What yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it like, does. You're, you know, and we're we're trying to teach people like what 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 you said. What does it really look like to be with people? And right. you know, I think uh, back and to even some, the not just. It's also those those immature Christians. Yeah, the, absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Sorry. And it's yeah. showing them what it's like. It's yeah. showing what it's like to care. It's showing, you know, so uh, 
you know, is everyone who participates in survey going to develop a long-lasting relationship <laughs> with someone that they serve that goes probably not? Year old is it? No, you know, <laughs> but but it's showing. It's it's that modeling, and you know, I do think you know some things that have come from serve days. I mean, we have a family oh, in our goodness. church who met us, their son at Children of Christ too. I know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. they're adopting another. <laughs> I think of that. I think of you know um, the jail ministry and uh -huh. going to serve these young men who are uh, in our local uh, jail, and and one of them, you know confessing Christ as Lord during that, during that time of service. And, you know, the fact that, and that's, that happened that day, but there's ongoing relationships through ministry there. And so this serve day is just another touch point. And there, and what's cool too, is like some of these young men, like we have some women who will go serve in the jail and it's like the first time they'll like see a, a woman who's like a mother figure, you know, yeah, and like, yeah. in fact, Art Wilson, who leads that, it's like, sometimes they just want to be hugged. Like mm -hmm. they need, they just mm -hmm. need to be hugged, to be reminded they're human and that mm -hmm. someone still loves them. And so you, your stories like that and, that's exciting, yeah, you know, is, when, when you, is. when you see people uh, who are excited for it, who yeah. want to go back and, you know, and my, my, uh, my heart is like, you know, and this is probably my, my personality. Like if I were just a, a normal person signing up for serve day, like I would want to do something different every time. Right. And so when people are like, no, I really want to do the same thing I've done the past few times, my gut, not, not my spirit, but my gut is like, God, why did you, but I'm like, but that's actually great because yeah, they, it is great. they obviously have connected somehow yes. to what they've done and that's good. Run with it. Stay in that lane mm -hmm. and keep going and keep pursuing those relationships. Uh, you don't have to be the quintessential extrovert who just wants to experience everything. Right, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just yeah. Just run with it. Uh, stay focused. And that's why, you know, in our missions engagement, you know, locally and globally, we're committed to these long-term partnerships, mm -hmm. these long-term goals. You know, our our pastors in India, like we are, we're committed to them. We're with them. You know, even though we're far apart, we're with them and mm, supporting them and praying for them. And, you know, that's that's the goal. It's just mm. I think when mm. when helping hurts is when we are trying to, when we're not with people and mm -hmm. we're just mm -hmm. maybe a little for them, but really for ourselves. That's good. Yeah. And our goal. You know, it's interesting. I watch I I know we need to wrap this up. I watched um, this documentary called The Last Tourist. And it's really talking about how tourism has went from, you know, you go to a place and you experience the culture to now you go, you see the place and you don't really get to experience the culture because everything's catered around, you know, your experience. Mm -hmm. And and actually it's hurting the economies because big corporations have invested in that. And, you know, I, I and I, we got to rethink tourism. Yeah. And, and I think, because it really is a great industry, mm -hmm. right? Like, um, it's a distribution of wealth, you know, right. uh, but unfortunately, um, it has not become that. And I think missions is similar. You yeah, know? absolutely. Um, and so I just think there's a lot to be learned there. And I, I think we are, I think yeah. we're learning and I mean, and growing. Yeah. And you know, what's crazy is God is so good and <laughs> yes. desires to save people that yeah. in the midst of our messed up versions of doing what he's called us to do, he still actually works. Mm-hmm. Amen. I know. <laughs> like, I think back to like in my own involvement in missions and even in just in, you know, the past, you know, 20 years, getting old, more than 20 years now, because I'm getting old. <laughs> but like, I mean, God, he's so gracious. I look back <laughs> at things that I thought or thought yeah, I knew yeah. um, back when I, even when I first went overseas right after college and was like, I know everything. Is everybody, mean, everybody who graduates college knows everything. And they do. Uh, you know, I'm and like, they're so busy. I, <laughs> they're so busy. <laughs> That's right. I'm so just kind of so busy. Love you guys, um, but you're not. I just was like, man, God, you looking back, you're still so gracious. You're gr so gracious to have worked through me then. Uh, 
and he just continues to... <laughs> you sound like Rod Stewart. I wish I knew what I know now. <laughs> that's when right. I, was I do. <laughs> if you did, life would be different. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's a little about serving. So, hey... That's the only should... Rod Stewart song I know, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> okay, sorry. I just... I, as soon as you say right, you just think the crazy hair, that spiky hair. Yeah, that's yeah. all I think of. Sounds like a NASCAR driver, doesn't yeah. it? Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart. My name's Rod Hot Stewart. Rod Stewart. <laughs> Hot Rod. Okay. Wait, well, okay. hey, there you go. Well, uh, let's move on to some questions. I literally have no questions. Do you have any questions that um, you've been asked? Because I don't have any. I get asked questions all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but probably none that I should share here <laughs> this week. <laughs> That's so funny. So we can just do a shorter body hey, talk. Hey, let's do week. a shorter. Hey, and folks, feed us some questions. I mean, the yes. only question I've really had like recently is how are the new offices? And I'm like, they're great. Oh, it's they so are. quiet. Do you know? It's so peaceful. You're going you're gonna to hate me for this. Oh, go ahead. I was on the phone talking to a church member the other day and there were dolphins jumping oh, outside of my yeah, window. Yeah, shut up. Right, I'm saying <laughs> shut up on Boggy Talk. Yeah, I, I have like, uh, the rest of us down the hall have about a three-inch view of why we've all positioned our desks up against the window so that I, we I, can crane I, our necks <laughs> and look out of the water. <laughs> and James like, I'm like, my window's too small. You're like, dog. shut up. I do feel like- Why is you, this window panoramic? Why don't I- There are like no, very few things I feel like I'm like, I'm the pastor, like whatever. And I'm, that is, but I feel like you guys could rouse me so hard about <laughs> Absolutely, having that. Yes, we can. (laughs) Three-sided windows, your own study. Three-sided. Well, you got, well, you know, you got, you got windows. You got a lot of windows. Hey, it's, but it's great. And it is, (laughs) it's all, it's great to all, it's all great to all be together um, in the same place. Cause you know, we were divided on two floors and I think there's just a That is a big deal. It's a lot more, there's a lot more collaboration. I feel like we already all know a little bit more what's actually happening in other people's just because we are. We know who's working hard, who's not. (laughs) That's right. You know, who's pretending to work, not naming Mm -hmm. names, just kidding. Uh, but hey, that, so, those weird fake eyes you put on yourself to look, make it look like you're awake. Those that's, are, that's right. You come in and I'm like non-responsive. You're like, oh, oh, what? Huh? Yeah. 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 Well, hey, so we've got a, a little game today. We're actually going to compile. We each have five. We're going to come out and make a top 10 list. And today's okay. top 10 list is 10 ridiculously terrible ministry ideas. Okay. All right. So uh, we'll just go back and forth. Five, and, four, three, two, one. Yes. Okay. Okay, so who's first? I'll start. Okay, uh, and number I'm gonna, five. I'm going to go for. And so a lot of these I lived through. The first is youth group gross out games, uh, and this is just yeah, like yeah. you know when I was in student ministry, and then actually I did some of these as a student minister too. That way it was like a big deal, mm-hmm. uh, like things that were just absolutely disgusting, like you know fitting as many marshmallows in your until someone's like spitting on the floor and mm-hmm. you know just games like that where you're just like the worst one was um we did a, we did a, a messy games night which was actually kind of fun it wasn't like in place of teaching mm-hmm. but i poured flour all over a table and then make <laughs> put a ping pong ball in the middle of the table and then made everybody like eat 10 saltines and then they had to kneel down and oh like goodness. blow the ball off the table but there was there was food so you everywhere. sodomized them no <laughs> it was just like <laughs> yeah yeah you know, okay it's terrible so yeah I- I, when I was a student pastor, it was only two years. Uh, I didn't get fired for this, but um, I did not get fired for this for clarity. Uh, we did Iron Stomach Challenge. So it was uh, like, yeah. I was doing a teaching series. And so like, basically we started with everybody who wanted to do it. And then we would like narrow it down. <laughs> and so like terrible. people, I mean, we had a good attendance, but like one week they had to chug a, a, a pint of gallon of uh, buttermilk. Oh, gross. Uh, they had to eat locust just... and honey one week. 
That's um, terrible. Uh, spam. Yeah, just gross out games. Yeah, You're yeah, like, why? Yeah, yeah, why? Yeah. yeah, it was pretty it was disgusting. A, it was a deal. I'm, the buttermilk was the worst because yeah, you so, would see people. Yes. Oh, gosh. Oh, so you just it. see it curdle in their mouths and come. You know, Alec does games with our students, but they're not like this. They're actually no. like interactive. I don't think you and, could. Like, aren't you not allowed to do Chubby Bunny anymore? I Probably not. You shouldn't Or be. the Gallon Challenge. You shouldn't be. Like, you I think know. you get sued for yeah, that. Yeah, probably so. Rightfully right. so. All right. And Okay, my number five, and this is the only one that was my idea, but it is on there. I don't know if you remember this. Oh my goodness. So it was, it was a great idea for Easter. We wanted to do a five week series differentiating the gospel, like really explaining the gospel. This is at my previous church and really challenging people to not just like be religious. So the point was like, Hey, this, you call this Christianity, but it actually looks more like what Islam would be or what, you know, atheism would be or whatever. And we should have called the series why you shouldn't be a Christian to like kind of help people like get Mm -hmm. it. We called it no more Christians. (laughs) And so we bought the website, no more Christians.com. I remember you. (laughs) And it, it was effective. Somebody got, people got saved, but the public thought we were a group (laughs) (laughs) that was trying to get rid of Christians. So I even remember in somebody, Crestview, yes, Florida. in Crestview, Florida. So we had these like signs that said no more Christians.com. So people would go to the website, right? Which is catchy. It gets your attention. Again, should have, it should have been why you shouldn't be a Christian, right? Because right? that's a little like, that's intriguing. Yeah. I, I, we, we wouldn't even do this anyway in ministry because it's too gimmicky now. But I remember somebody telling me that this old man was getting off the interstate on to get onto Highway 85. He saw the sign. He gets he he stumbles out of his truck, picks up the sign, slams it down <laughs> on the ground, stops on it like Draymond Green stepped, stepped on some bonus. Oh, <laughs> that's really funny. And you're like, that's not what we intended. It was not what oh, we intended. That's really funny. All right. Well, that's probably one of my biggest dumb moves. All right. So. The next uh terrible ministry ideas, youth lock-ins. Yeah, those What are, good oh comes of a youth lock-in? And I went to many and mm. I remember not even liking them then because nothing good happens at a youth lock-in after yes. like 11 o'clock. It's just drama. It's just people doing things, sneaking out, breaking the rules, middle school girls crying in the stairwell. Tara is a recipe for disaster. So I'm glad that we've moved past the lock-in When phase. I was a student pastor, it's only two years. It seems like eventful <laughs> two years. We had a Some youth of your lock-in. Best ideas. We didn't require advanced sign-up. Oh. God was growing our student ministry. We expected about 50, 130-something <laughs> students Word showed got up. out. Like, come on. 130. Yeah. Like, what we had like do? six volunteers. Oh, gosh. This is like recipe. <laughs> it was man, man, recipe for disaster. never again. I, yeah, I think never man, again. Okay, my number have. four. Uh, again, this one's not my idea. We were in Brazil doing um, evangelism, like mm-hmm. on the rivers uh, and off of you know villages, which is great. But the World Cup was going on, mm. and um, Brazil's really into the World Cup. Oh yes, and my senior pastor was insistent. We're still going out right now. <laughs> And finally, (laughs) finally, the like people that we were paying to lead us on the mission trip were like, no. That's so funny. Like, no, white (laughs) man. That would be like going door to door during the Super Bowl, like sharing the gospel. People are just not going to respond. No. So I was like, oh, praise Jesus. Yeah, you should respect the culture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's really funny. So we watched the World Cup with some people and and shared the gospel afterwards. Yes, there you go. Brazil won. 
Oh, well, good for Brazil. They didn't win the World Cup, but they won that match. Yes. Well, uh, in in line with that. uh, Number three. uh, What we're talking about when when helping hurts, uh, I would say, uh, and it feels like I'm picking on students, but this isn't really picking on students. Um, Teenagers doing overly ambitious construction projects for missions. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Like, like I think our students... Our students are amazing. I have yes. four kids in student ministry. I think teenagers uh, are so much more capable than most people give them credit for. However, I don't know that a crew of middle school, high, middle school or high school should be doing roofs like <laughs> like, re, like. And I've participated in these oh, as a goodness. student, yes. and I look back and think like we should not have been allowed on a no, roof with no, a nail gun. Like no. the fact that we were in the back, like taking a, a nail gun uh, hooked up to an air compressor and manually pulling the trigger back and shooting nails at trees. Yeah. We should not have been in charge of roofing. Not uh, surprising given the fact that we weren't in car seats and we were flying around in the back right. of our cars. You know, but, yeah, I just kids, look yeah. back at that. I'm like, I wonder if the roofs that we did <laughs> no. uh, like lasted more than a year no. or leaked, you no. know, like within a year and probably so. So um, I think that those types of missions can be valuable. And but you're so handy now. Maybe that's why. I am. You know, maybe, maybe a little fire. I, yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number three for me would be clown ministry. <laughs> And this church has a history of clown ministry. Look, I'm not getting into whether it was effective or not, but that's just funny to me. Yes. Like, and frightening. Uh, So in my youth group growing up, we had a clown ministry. So was that like a Baptist thing? It was a, like, it's, it would be hard to find a Baptist, especially a first Baptist church in the 80s or 90s that didn't have a clown ministry and handbells. (laughs) So tell tell me, tell me, tell me like how the clown ministry, like, okay, so. It's, no clowning around here. You're going to go so, to hell if you don't die. So, <laughs> I mean, if you don't accept Jesus. So I don't know why this was a big thing, but it was. And ours, so there, a couple in our church led it. And they were, you know, creative and talented. And I guess this was the only outlet for creativity in the Baptist churches in the 80s and 90s, unless you could like sing like Sandy Patty. Uh, but they actually called it the Gum Company, which stood oh, okay. for God Use Me. And Woo! we would, so it actually became a thing for our youth group Woo! where we would go to other churches and do our skits and do our, and they, clowns, clowns uh, and then it, then we added drama to it. So we were, we had clowns, we had drama, and then we added puppets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so I'm familiar with the, the puppets. the puppet ministry, that became a big deal. Um, and, you know, I We've think, been asked a few times if we'd bring that back here, you know. And I think- You know we, me enough to know what my face probably looks like in <laughs> like, that moment. No. It's garden now. Yeah, 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 I just, I think to everything, there is a season. Turn, turn, turn. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know- You know what, though? What a disgruntled, disgruntled church member might say? Clown ministry, that's James and Justin up there every Sunday. (laughs) They the clowns. We're clowning around right now. Yeah, hey, right. Yeah. Clowning around Uh, with those (laughs) non-hymnal songs. Those red shoes they wear. All right, two more, right? Uh, Big noses. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Big nose of red. You just (laughs) cut me deep, Justin. (laughs) Hey, I'm cutting myself. I I know Um, what church member you're thinking of right now. (laughs) So- I said- uh, (laughs) <laughs> Along those lines of last night, just so you know, I'm not going to say the person, but you know, I'm thinking, I was in a meeting and I, I was talking about like God just bringing, you know, more broken people. And I was talking, about, we were talking about like how people probably need to like some people not dress up as much. And I was like, and you know, the people who dress up like, like, for example, at our eight, I said this at our eight o'clock service, if somebody came who was like disheveled and poor and dirty, 
now that so-and-so left her church, nobody would say anything negative to him. (laughs) And everybody's like, I can't believe he just said said that. And I'm like, I shouldn't have said that, but it's true. They're not here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Okay. All right. So along the lines of, 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 Needlessly, needless performance ministries are dowel rod, blacklight dowel rod ministries. What so, is that? Oh man. So, you know, dowel rods are these like, like so long right sticks, now. like three or four feet. They're usually painted neon colors. Okay. And you hold them in two hands and you dance with, you turn off the lights, blacklight. Like a Kesha music video? <laughs> <laughs> this is like, I'm not making this up. And and you make crosses and X's and all. No you, way. Like, there's, you look like, you like, people conducting traffic that, but they're long and black light. And I don't, that's just weird. So no weird. Way. Another product, weird thing of churches in the nineties, bad ministry ideas, but still like, this is the thing is like, they probably were, they, somebody probably saw one one time and it was moving because of the song they did it to. And uh-huh. they're like, we should do that again. And the wow. answer is no, Wow. no, I've seen some. And, and usually that's a large group of people doing it, okay, but I wow. saw one guy do one by himself and it was very not <laughs> impressive. Okay. Th- this one's kind of a sad, funny, the number of guys in the, uh, 2000s who felt called to plant a church in Orlando and now who feel called to plant a church on 30A. Oh, <laughs> not that I'm knocking all no or, or a ministry. Yeah. You know, like people were like, I just, I visited, <laughs> I visited there one. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say this with a straight I, face. I, I went and stayed in Seaside one summer and God gave and me just a God, vision. God just showed me his beauty. I'm like, yeah. yeah, and people pay ten grand a week to stay there. <laughs> Dude, there's not hardly many people that live there. No, it's yeah, beautiful. It, it is beautiful, and, and you should you should pay my salary to go yeah. down there and pray over people and share the gospel. Yeah, like, that's come on. Yeah, now. I, I'm, I so they called Orlando the church planting graveyard. Yeah, yeah, because so many dudes are like, I want to plant a church, and mm-hmm. their and their wife's like, but. Our family, we got to provide for our family. They're like, well, we'll be near Disney. Okay, all okay. right. <laughs> Sounds good. And somebody, another church will pay my salary. So <laughs> anyway, funny. oh, but, man. but hey, the Lord's calling you, do it. There you go. All right. But I would make sure you have wise counsel on that. Yes. All right. So we're down to our last, last one, one, right? All right. Who's so, going to be better? <laughs> mine. I don't know. I can give so many examples of these and I'm going to reference some, some videos. Okay. But no, or, or not so ironic musical parodies uh, uh and not so ironic so yes. like when you think you're That's doing a good, a good musical and like but it's terrible and i'll use there's a if you will google right now not right now but when this episode is done uh i have the tiger christian version oh goodness there's and it's the sad thing is this is not from 1985. Mm. It's actually from and it's 2022. And it's like legit. It's a dude getting up there rapping and a girl. Uh, and the worst one I just saw was a remake of Beauty and the Beast. And I only saw a clip, but literally Belle is crucified like Jesus. It's like a total rewrite. I'm not kidding you. Like it's terrible. And then when Belle is resurrected, it's like she comes out in her yellow dress and it, what? it's ridiculous. This is a church that does stuff. I've seen a church do like- You've made me um, say, what? Two weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a video of a church like doing an Avengers thing. Yeah, oh, it's I saw just, that. Stop this madness. Stop it. Stop it. In the name of Jesus, I mm. rebuke mm. you. Mm. Like I'm all for a good mm. parody that mm. knows it's a parody and is like making, making fun of itself. I'm all for that. But when you're trying to do it seriously thinking this is a good idea, it's not. 
It's not. Lord. It's not. Mm, so mm, yeah, that's not mm. even like effective for kids ministry. Mm. So there you go. Wow, you win. But <laughs> so this. So, look those up. So this didn't happen, but I will never forget this. So the pastor of the church that I got baptized in was kind of, he was explaining to me how people think they hear from the Lord, mm. but they don't always hear from the Lord. Which is true. And he's he's a pastor of a church of like 5,000, solid church. Like just because it's big doesn't mean, but a solid church, great effective ministry, long standing now. He said that whenever he was in college, he and his friend wanted to, do a ministry in the poor communities in the park. And so they came up with a ministry plan and they were going to buy this white van. Oh no. They oh, no. go into the park, bring like snacks for the kids and share the gospel <laughs> with them. It's like two dudes who look like me and you, but a little cleaner because they were younger, uh, driving no, in a white, white van, van into, a, into park a park to do ministry. That's a bad idea. You know, you got to read the culture. You got to read the context and you got to be a little self-aware. But, but maybe that's a little more extreme, but back to like the 38, yeah. you know, Orlando, just because it sounds good. Yes, yeah, doesn't mean, doesn't mean you good. should do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and thankfully they didn't. Yeah, I because mean, they might be in jail. Planning a church, sounding, <laughs> exactly. Planning a church in like Bermuda sounds sounds great. Yes, you know, it's beautiful. Yes, but yes. Uh, yeah. Anyway, well, there you go. Our top ten <laughs> list of really bad ministry yes, ideas, and yes. I'm sure there's plenty more. If you have something you want us to come up with a list for, we'll do it. Oh yeah, give us a give us a list topic, and we will do our best. So, uh, and if it's bad, us. we're gonna eventually share top five worst ideas that have been <laughs> worst shared ideas on Boggy Talk. We could do that. Top five worst questions. <laughs> yes, there we go. There we go. <laughs> we we should we should do a top five. Uh, if we can do this, we should do a top five awkward ministry moments. If we can do that yes. without revealing people's yes. identities, I'll like, try. Not, we won't I'll do try. it from this church. Yes, because, yes. I'll try. Uh, yeah, but well, I, all mine would be from here. So okay, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, or just kidding. Or things people have yeah, said yeah. to us, you're like, eh, uh, yeah, yeah. not gonna happen. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, hey, well, thanks for tuning <laughs> yeah. in to us. And uh, hey, we look forward to being with you next time. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.